Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Studios, where just a little bit of news has passed since the last time we spoke. Oh, did the Knicks do anything? uh, Yes, Kevin Durant moved to New York. Kevin Durant now lives in New York. He had surgery in New York. And he moved all his stuff to New York. So he lives in a hospital. Yeah, Rick Buecher. Allegedly Rick Buecher. We'll ask Rick Buecher about that in a half hour. The other day. KD Um, is now living in New York. Yes. Wearing Knicks gear. It's all about AD and where he's at. I made that part up. 
It's going to uh, be one of those nights, isn't it? Uh, He's got the neon jacket on, yeah, and he Frost has Brinks. been yapping since I You're going to give America an apology. I don't, I'm apologizing for nothing. I don't yeah, know. you will. I don't you know can, what Fro- Frostburg, what are you happy He's about? He's all angry and salty. Justin Frostburg. He gets the guy he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to We're not fight. done. I want to fight We're the not world. done. Frostburg, what are you most happy about? As <laughs> Kawhi's a coming? Are you, are, you, are you happier that you Kyrie's got? coming? Okay, okay. All right, all right. Focus. Jesus is coming? I'm trying to do a show. Yeah, well, he is. Wait, the Jesus is coming? Well, I mean, OJ's on Twitter now. It's a league game, Smokey. And Bill Cosby was tweeting on Father's Day. Yes. So the end of the world is not. Nice. Yeah, so we don't Jesus really talk about coming. him on the show, though. What are you happy well, about? Well, you mentioned Jesus was coming, and I was telling you what the So you're comparing were. Jesus to Bill Cosby. Oh, my God. You guys are insane. Both of you. Both of you just took crazy pills in the last minute and I a just half. told him that those were harbingers <laughs> of things to come. Yes, I did not so equate the two. You should never use the two in the same <laughs> sentence. I'm Mike Harmon. I have a lots of bits of interesting trivia I'm going to throw out at random moments just to confuse you. <laughs> yeah, that no, didn't work. <laughs> As opposed to as soon as you dr- tried to draw a quarter breath, he starts yelling about the Lakers. Yeah, well, I, I want to know what, what you're happier about, Frostburg, that Anthony Davis is there yes. or that LeVar Ball is not. Oh, this is all about Anthony Davis. The okay. other guy you mentioned doesn't exist in my world anymore. <laughs> the other guy, look at I don't even, I wouldn't say his name. Like he's Voldemort. I wouldn't even say his name. Not going to say his name. Well, there you have it. Although he did find himself in trouble after what he said today. We'll have to break down some of the best and worst of LeVar Ball uh, coming up uh, later on. But we'll get to Anthony Davis in a second. The big headline today, four people shot and wounded at a rally for the Raptors today. Three people were arrested. 1.5 million fans packed downtown Toronto for the parade for the Raptors who won the championship. And... Scores of fans ran from the shooting in a stampede from the City Hall Square. Uh, None of the injuries life-threatening. Others suffered minor injuries as they tried to get away from the shooting. And according to Toronto Police Chief Mark Saunders, we have people arrested with firearms, and that's the start of the investigation. Uh, Police said the investigation is ongoing. It's unsure at this time if it was a targeted shooting or terrorism-related. What it seems like right now is this people got out of control at a huge event, and someone shot a gun off. And quite honestly, I saw this headline today, and I said, that's a lot of humanity together. I can't believe this hasn't happened before. I, I'm, no, I'm, and that's, I mean, the I can't sad, that. That, that's the sad reality. And is this that is in Canada. It goes dot, 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 that it hasn't happened before, that we, we've had so many of these big sports rallies and the size of this one i mean just the overhead shots absolutely amazing just like the the numbers right that 50 percent or more of the population had watched at least some of the nba finals seemed like half of canada was was at the rally as well um yeah as you said you're just surprised we haven't seen it hope it's not again a predictive measure of things to come because trying to police that is just an impossible. It's hard. You yeah. know, it was the um, it was a Stanley Cup final a few years ago when the Canucks blew the three one lead to the Bruins, right? And they lost. And it was mm-hmm. the it was the beginning of that that fancy new camera that be, that took the fisheye lens. It got three hundred sixty degree vision, and and the news station in Vancouver went downtown because people were looting, throwing objects through department store windows, taking stuff. And you see, you saw everything on this wide angle lens. And I remember saying, "Oh my God, this is." absolutely insane and that was canada and now you have you know six or seven years later now you have this 
Well, obviously, remember, uh, we've had a lot of talk about Canada, celebrations, violence, all of those things kind of conflated over the last few oh. weeks. And, you know, just a, a terrible scene. And obviously, it becomes one of those as cities prepare for these types of events. I mean, that's most of your planning. Forget crowd control, yeah. portalettes, and cleanup. It's how many officers can we get on the streets? And what, and, when you have 1.5 million people, what right. can you do? No, that's it. I mean, what, what, what can you really Try do? Try to put up as many cameras as you can so that you at least, in the offing that something happens, that perhaps yeah. you can get to where you get closure and can, can narrow down who did something you know, and committed such an atrocity. But, you know, best wishes to, to all those folks and just, you know, mars what was otherwise a national event. Uh, they stopped while the shots went off. The players left the podium lectern briefly, then came back right. to speak. And since we're covering sports and we're covering this, we have to hear from Kawhi Leonard. Um, if it's not enough that in the post-game press conference, he said the Raptors should celebrate this moment. Yeah. And uh, then said this was something that uh, they wanted to do for uh, the country was win this championship and all of these things. All of these little sly slip of the tongues which make you think Kawhi Leonard was leaving. Well, he left no doubt about it today when this is what he said. When normally you hear, we're going to do this again, we'll see you in 365 days, we're going to repeat, we're going back to back, and the fans go crazy, and oh yeah, we're going to do it, Kawhi's going to stay. Uh, instead, this was Kawhi Leonard's message. Enjoy this, enjoy this moment, and have fun with it. Aha, aha. Lake show, I'm coming, baby. <laughs> I like how he did the fake laugh at the no, end. No, that's a good addition. But enjoy this Everybody moment. Everybody blew up after that. Yeah. All enjoy. the teammates lost their minds. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy this moment. It's a good uh-huh. message. Uh-huh. 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 Joke's right. on you, Canada. And then you had the uh, attempts to start the one more year chant. Yeah, yeah that's not happening. tried to get the five more year chant. He was chant. going, stop, everybody stop, stop, stop. Everybody stop, 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 stop. He's already grown out his unibrow. Stop, stop. stop. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, How are you going to work that one into he's the got Jurassic a Welcome Park to Los Angeles t shirt on. Oh, <laughs> I need he, a day or two. He he's a day. former Raptor. Yeah. Oh, but no need. Know, here's the thing. And, and obviously, Fred Van Vliet gave everybody's best thoughts when he said earlier today, you know what? We've done all we can. You know, we, we've showed Kawhi what it's like to play here. He's seen what it's like to play here. And. We've done everything we can, and he's got to make a decision for himself. I'm hopeful that he'd want to stay and that stars can see what kind of life they can have here. And it was it was a very great and succinct statement from Fred Van Vliet. And if you want to be really realistic, winning was the worst thing because it's easy to leave. It, the Raptors aren't going to turn into a dynasty. They won this year. They got through the East. LeBron wasn't there, and Kawhi came for a year, and they won the championship. They're not doing any better. Is he going to come back just to just to fall short of expectations? Because short of winning the championship again, why would Kawhi Leonard come back? You know he's wanted to go to Los Angeles, whether it's Lakers or Clippers. And I I have the Clippers in front because I think that's where he's going to end up going. But you know that's where he wants to go. So he wins a championship. Why come back? It's never going to be like it was this year where you win the championship, you get unadulterated love. All you can do is set yourself up to lose. And he knows that. Well, We've already succeeded. Why? Why? Why am I going to go back when I've won 
and I want to go on and do other things and play other plays. Look, we won here. This is great. But I won here, and now... It's never going to be like this again. Well, and that's the big question, though. Is the pull to Los Angeles greater than what you potentially can establish in Toronto, right? Not that you're necessarily running it back to the ship, but the reality is you look at the Eastern Conference and what scares you? Milwaukee has a bunch of cap issues they have to deal with. You've got Philadelphia that's probably losing Jimmy Butler, right? He opted out of his 19.8. Ben Simmons still can't shoot. Joel Embiid can't stay healthy. So you've got the there they are what they are. The Celtics are going through some transition as guys get chesty about what their roles are. Kyrie Irving's gone, so they can celebrate that. But is Gordon Hayward going to find what Gordon Hayward was two years ago? or three years ago at this point, mm-hmm. right? But he's owed an awful lot of money, so it's an albatross and a contract they can't get rid of. And you got young guys that now want to be leaders. Problem is, you got four or five guys that are now raising their hands saying, I'm the A guy. And so do you have a can Brad Stevens get that team back together? So keep going down the East. It's set up for, for sure. Kawhi. But, but even but, if Kawhi but, doesn't want to come back, that they have now shown, hey, you know what? We'll let you sit on your ass for half the quarter. A quarter <laughs> of the season. You can have a quarter of the season off. We can't put it in the contract, but I promise you, no back-to-backs. Adam Silver, look, he doesn't care. Look, at this is great for business. So maybe you've set up a blueprint whereby Masai Ujiri, assuming he doesn't go to Washington, mm-hmm. Or go to jail. Or go to jail. Yeah, either, go to either jail. things are, are, are on the board. <laughs> that perhaps you can get one of the other guys that are out there in the free agency yeah. land oh, to come can, there yeah, that's and what we, slide we talked into about that. Place, We've shown right? you that. We, yeah. You know, he showed you that Toronto. You can if you're that kind of superstar that doesn't want the doesn't mind being the biggest star in a, in a country, and obviously you're not going to be on a team with the the v- visibility of LeBron, the Clippers, Lakers, you know, whatever it is that you're fine with that. But you've already accomplished everything you've wanted to. So it's it's really to go back is, so we're going to lose, and then I'm going to feel like I wanted to leave again anyway? Uh, that's, well, but that's it. If you go on one of those shorter deals you and you got a team that's Succeed good enough, and proceed. Well, but then if you proceed, I mean, maybe he's just got a little checklist sitting in his home office mm-hmm. that just says, go to Clippers and fight LeBron James. Oh, man, it could be. Could be. Uh, check. Right? Do that right Win there. battle check. for Los check. Angeles. Check. But the thing about LeBron, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, 877-99 on Fox Twitter, and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. While Kawhi Leonard's destination is up in the air, and, you know, Frostburg's all chesty about the Lakers, and Look, you plop him on the Clippers. They be chesty. Yeah, you act like I just oh, yeah, became yeah. a Laker fan. No, 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 no. Since you got no, AD. no, no. There's, there's an attitude versus being a Laker fan. I'm not saying you're a bandwagon guy. Nobody said you were a bandwagon no need to hate guy. You call him a bandwagon guy. That's he's what not, he's, that's he's what he, not a bandwagon. That's what he's heard in his head. I can't head. believe you said that about him. Well, that's just, actually what you I said to happy, my face. I was so happy cool. that you brought your Laker jacket back. Can't out. believe that's you all. said that about him. I wore it last week too. I missed your neon jacket and the week before that. Can't believe you said that about Frostburg. He's not a bandwagon guy. Not a bad, but Hater Harmon of all the I'll, I'll wear it fine <laughs> angles of Anthony Davis while we wait for Kawhi Leonard and, and he's talked about what he's going to wind up doing and that's going to be leaving Toronto. Enjoy the moment. I'm going. Enjoy the moment. I'm going. It was a good run. This is not a, much about Anthony Davis, the trade to the Lakers that we saw go down over the weekend, as it is about LeBron James. Because what you're going to see this year is the Lakers have a lights-out season. At worst, 
they should be second in the Western Conference. And you still have a lot of free agency to go, and, and maybe other players are coming. We can get to those players coming up in a few minutes. But LeBron James didn't buy in last year because he knew that wasn't a team that could get to the NBA Finals because that's what he wants. So he chose disengaging himself, not taxing his body, saving his legs for this year. When now I have Anthony Davis, now we're the favorites to win the title. Now things are different. And you are going to see LeBron get back to MVP-type form this year because what he did last year was just take a year for load management. The entire year was load management. Physical load management, mental load management. Now watch. It's going to be, oh my goodness, LeBron is born again. We shoveled dirt on him too early. LeBron was always taking last year, quote, off. And now he buys it. You can disagree with the business decision decision that he made to do that because you'd like to see him get in the playoffs do everything he can but he clearly took last year off now he's going to be much more invested and the lakers are going to have a phenomenal season we're going to say oh well we thought lebron we thought no no lebron will be back to being the the top player in the game again this year it's going to be oh we yeah we shoveled dirt on lebron before we had to that's all he was waiting for was this move and now he gets the buy-in see i don't think we shoveled dirt on lebron the player i think we shoveled it on the way it was handled because it was just so awkward, not even just the front office, but the way he handled himself and the way he talked in in the media or didn't talk for long stretches of time for different things. That that engagement, it was more just a, a head scratcher of, all right, you join the Lakers and you're disengaged. 27-8-8. I mean, he still played well yeah. when, when he played. Well, I mean, he took 20 games off well, in the middle of the season. Well, but he missed 17 games because yeah. of the day-to-day groin injury and yeah. then shut down once it was a final, right? So, you know, he'd play in a career-low game, game amount. But when he was in, on the court, like, you still saw LeBron James, so it wasn't a matter of dismissing yeah. the player. I mean, yeah, but you, he, except for the defensive side. That's, that's the yes, big asterisk yes. of, of defensively. Did, was he an Olay defender or is he done defending on a regular basis? Load That's the question. Management. I say it is uh, more likely that we've seen the best days of LeBron's defense, except in selective spurt. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't get everybody who is criticizing the wealth of, quote, assets that the Lakers gave up to get Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is... In the middle of his prime, he's got five more years left at least of being a superstar in the NBA. Probably a little bit more, but he's got at least five more years. And I've seen people go crazy over what the Lakers had to give up to get Anthony Davis. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, the number four pick in this draft. All right, the 2021 first round pick if it's a top eight. Other than it goes to the 2022. They swap first-rounders in 2023. Mm -hmm. Lakers give up a pick in 2024. Or potentially the Lakers' unprotected 2025 pick. So basically, the Lakers are giving up the chance of losing their first-round pick all the way between now and basically 2025. But it's not every year. And it's not that they give up their first-round pick every year. It's the Pelicans have the right to swap. Do we want the first-round pick now? Is it not? So what you've given up is basically Ingram Ball Hart, the number four pick this year, and probably three other first-round picks you're going to wind up seeing. 
It sounds like a lot when you realize this isn't the NFL draft. People treat the NBA draft like it's the NFL draft, and it's not. You'd give up Ingram, Ball, and Hart in a minute to get Anthony Davis, right? They've been trying to get Lonzo Ball, gone. They've been trying to get rid of him. He's got injury problems and LeVar Ball causing problems. Brandon Ingram has not become the player they thought he was going to be. Jason Hart, Josh Hart is a, is a nice player, but is he a superstar? No. The fourth pick this year, it's a three-person draft. Right? That's all. And then they give up three more first-round picks, let's just say. First-round picks in the NBA are such a crapshoot. These are not number one overall picks. If they were number one overall picks, I'd say, ah, right, you're giving up a lot. But you get outside of the top three, sometimes outside of the top two in the NBA draft, and who are you drafting? Markel Fultz was, oh boy, what a great pick, and now the guy's going to be lucky if he's in the league in a year. All right, this is the reality of first-round draft pick in the NBA. Sometimes you take a guy at five thinking in three years he can be a really good rotational player. Give me the finished products. Take the finished products. Give away the draft picks. There's there's nobody I wouldn't trade a draft pick away to go get if I like the player, if it's someone who has come into the league and is a young star, someone like Anthony Davis. First round draft picks in the NBA. I mean, go look at go look at the top 10, top 12, top 15, top 20. How many guys have become stars in the NBA? You, you don't know. A guy could be a star, you pick him at 12. Could be a star, you pick him at 3. But the guy at 3 could suck. Guy at 12 could suck. It's too hard to assimilate talent because kids are coming into the league too early. You don't know what that's going to be. So you take a big unknown, someone who may or may not pan out versus a player like Anthony Davis. I'll take Anthony Davis any day of the week. You're talking about organizational stability, coaching stability, the staff philosophy staying the same and true to what they thought they saw in the scouting and agreed with when they made the selection. And then go on through, right? Kawhi Leonard, hey, he was 15th overall. So you can find the guy a little later in the draft. And and I think that's when you get down to it, this is the bet on LeBron James as much as it is Anthony Davis. Like, we got him for three years under contract, whatever's left, one or two of almost prime LeBron James. We talked about the basketball side of it earlier. Missed 17 games due to injury, the groin injury that just wouldn't go away, and then they shut him down. But 27, 8, and 8, I'm not going to stand for him and say, hey, this was peak LeBron. No, because he's not, he didn't play defense, and how much of that was committing based on where they were in the standings versus what he really is interested in doing on the court at this point. I think there's still going to be those selective sequences where he's still playing top-notch defense but if you were going to go down the road and you you brought in LeBron James you bet on him that you can restore your franchise what's the cost I mean that the, at what cost there's nothing there you got a guy with blood clotting issues who showed you seven or eight games that he could be a star we hope he's healthy and he continues to grow into what you saw glimpses of but he didn't fit where they were Hart's a rotational guy, not a, a starter. And and with Lonzo Ball, you get rid of the old man, too. So you get rid of an injury-prone guy who plays some good defense, does a lot of things well, but isn't the guy whose jersey's going up in the rafters like Magic Johnson thought it was going to be. As for draft picks, forget it. You know, we talk about it, even if you were to equate it to football. Very rarely do you have a Seattle Seahawks Situation whereby you get the pick right in the fourth round each and every time. And if this worked, right, and, and mm. just say the Lakers hadn't made this deal and they kept those picks, if if they're 
going to be a solid organization. You're picking at the latter part of the first round where you got guys that are, yes, guaranteed contracts, but they're sitting at the end of the bench and high-fiving guys as they're coming off for water. So, yeah, you go all in on LeBron James and you at least try to pick a direction as opposed to we've got the final years of an all-time legend and we got a bunch of guys that we don't know if they're ever going to be anything more than fifth, sixth, seventh guys in terms of our plans. This is the way to push forward. Now you have to see how you how you can complement it and round this thing out to truly maximize what you've done. But for Anthony Davis, look, it's been soft tissue issues. He's not had a break, right? He's he's and really in the final twenty games of most of his seasons, what was he playing for? So, same question: Is could he have gutted him out? Or was he already in load management mode? He was load. Now man. he's playing for championships. Ready. Though. Now it'll be no, ready. Now that, it counts. But, now it'll be ready. But that's it. They, if you can get these guys healthy for sixty games together and get them ready, no, for you April. rest them the whole, the whole regular season. <laughs> Let them play the post. That's well, what it's you, about you, now. You don't, you don't have enough of a AD roster carries yet. you. AD you don't need you one playoffs. with those two. Name a better duo ever than LeBron James and Anthony Davis. We're not Davis. playing NBA Jam. Yeah, baby. Dennis Smith Jr. Don't be upset. And you Kevin can jump Knox. on board anytime you want, Harmon. I'm not upset. <laughs> the Bulls were the 90s. I was having a conversation with Mr. Smith. <laughs> the Bulls were relevant in the 90s. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, Frostburg's at Justin Frostburg. Actually, is it Sir Frostburg? Well, I was knighted in London. Were, yes, okay. But at Justin Frostburg on Twitter for all your Laker tweets and your Laker needs. And for any player, if you need any... No, just hit up Kawhi. No, here's the thing. If Don't you hit want, me up. If you want any... Hit up Kawhi, tell him. No, no, no. I want I want people to hit you up because if they need validation or encouragement that the Lakers are signing big players, oh, they don't, we don't you'll need just any tell of that. Them. They're all coming. You'll just tell them they're coming. Yeah. If if you want the Lakers to sign somebody, just ask Frostburg. He'll tell you yes. And coming. we we found the audio of you begging for Anthony Davis to the Knicks. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear that because uh, I don't believe that's even exists. We'll have that in a bit. Coming up in 90 seconds, we'll an we will ask and answer an interesting question coming off of LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard. But first, Ralph Irvin has what's trending. What do you got, all right? Well, we got four games going on right now in Major League Baseball. Manny Machado with a home run. The Padres shutting out Milwaukee 2-0 as they bat in the bottom of the fourth inning. Oakland scored a pair on a fielder's choice and throwing error, and now they lead Baltimore 3-2 in the fifth. Kansas City scored two in the top of the first. They still lead in Seattle 2-0 there in the fourth inning. And Brandon Crawford, a two-run double for the Giants. That still has San Francisco in front 2-1 in the top of the fourth inning. Earlier, a good win for Boston. They've won six straight. They shut out Minnesota 2-0. St. Louis has won six of their last eight. They shut out Miami 5-0 in a big performance. Well, just outside of Atlanta. And the 1-2 on the way. Got him swinging, strike three. And that's one for the win column as the Braves shred the Mets by a final score of 12-3. Braves Radio Network with the call as they shred the Nets. Texas, a 7-2 win over Cleveland. The Rangers have won three of their last four games. Now, online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car as a visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Pelicans, coming off of the big trade with the Lakers, have picked up the team option for head coach Alvin Gentry that for the 2020-21 season. We'll get back to Jason and Mike in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. 
One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now, a person could ask, who's the bigger deal, Jason Smith or Mike Harmon? As they battle it out living in the same house, I'm sure there's other battles like that also going on across L.A. Thank you, Ralph. It's funny you say that. We're live from the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. Mike Harmon. Hi, buddy. So while the Lakers, look, you give up draft picks. All you, I'll give up draft picks every single Take day them. for somebody big. Something I said we got into a couple months ago that I'm going to double down on if it happens. Obviously, the Lakers getting Anthony Davis is a very big deal, and already certain books in Vegas are anointing them as the favorites because... Vegas is counting on Kevin Durant leaving. Obviously, Kevin Durant's not going to play next year. Kevin Durant leaving. Clay Thompson's not going to play next year. Be out at least nine to ten months. So you're going to see uh, a new team come out of the West, most likely. What's going to happen? But we know the Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, so they're the favorites. If the Clippers get Kawhi Leonard, which is where I said he should go, it's a better fit than the Lakers. Rick ah. Bucher told us last hour on the show, from everything he's hearing, Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers, they're number one. Though now the Knicks want a meeting, and he said, I heard the 76ers, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I heard their name for the first time in the mix a little bit for Kawhi Leonard. If Kawhi Leonard goes to the Clippers, regardless of what anybody else does, the Clippers will be the favorites in the Western Conference next year to get to the NBA Finals. The Clippers are a big group of role players that achieved greater than the sum of their parts last year. They have just as good a bench, if not a better bench, than the Raptors do. The Raptors would get good stuff from Fred Van Vliet, but consistent like Lou Williams and Montrez Howe? No. They have all the role players around them that Kawhi Leonard needs, but you plop in... Kawhi into that team and the skill set he brings and his ability to assimilate very quickly, the Clippers will be the favorites. No, they won't. They won't. It will because it's be already been built in. Nope. It's already assumed he's coming here and they're six to one. Built so in. the Lakers are the favorites nope. and they will stay the favorites, the favorites no matter what the hell They'll else wind happens. Up being the favorites. They'll wind up I'm, being I'm the I'm telling you fact. When it's all said, they're it's not changing it. When it's all said, it's gonna when Kawhi Leonard they're goes. They're six to one now. Yeah, okay. They would not be six to one with this team right, if there was not an actually, assumption but that then Kawhi Leonard's actually was... gonna get signed and he's they're gonna be the favorites. They'll be we'll we'll think them over the over the Lakers, and when he actually does sign, it'll go from six to one and it'll get down to whatever it is it will get down to. And the Lakers have to finish their team a little bit. And I know part of why the Lakers are favorites is because everybody thinks thinks more big moves are coming. And so you don't know. If less moves come and Kawhi Leonard actually goes, that's going to flip. Well, no. It was the consummation of this deal and the fact that LeBron James is still there sure. while everybody else falls but apart. you're thinking they're gonna, there's going to be more, and if well, there's by- not... Then the odds are going to go down. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a, a, a huge shift, and certainly for Kawhi Leonard, I mean, it's already built in to the value there. And they have to figure out what they're doing with Patrick Beverly. Patrick yeah. Beverly, who put out a tweet on, earlier tonight, he's on Twitter already. Yeah. It's not personal, just business. Yeah, no, he did the uh, Nino Brown, which yeah, is great. I don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so people on June fifteenth, you coming back? Was what was asked? Let's see, who is this? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, but someone with a blue check mark. You coming back? And he wrote, I'm a free agent, sir. Anything could happen. Never know in this league. <laughs> and then people, you know, keep going at him. It's like, respect. Hey, have a have a great, you know, Father's Day, whatever. Never business, never personal, just business, which somehow 
really, has only been retweeted 123 times in this hour. Well, because it's uh, Patrick Beverly. And then <laughs> somebody, well, there you go. Someone, Mr. 94 Feet, uh, had another one that included Eric Pincus in the trail and said, hashtag Lake Show, just waiting on you. And Beverly, that's what I heard. Blank real, huh? <laughs> So maybe Patrick Beverly is going to wind up being a late. Well, you never know. Obviously, there's still some things that need to be done, but I'll take Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. I'll take them over the Lakers. I'll take Kawhi just is. They have a much better supporting cast all around the Clippers do than the Lakers. And you are adding a guy coming off this type of season in which he did exactly what the Raptors hoped he would do. And you could make an argument that the supporting cast the Clippers have is better than the supporting cast the Raptors have. If you if the Raptors had to play this year without Kawhi Leonard, where would they finish? Would they even be 500? Maybe. The Clippers played it. They still played in the East. They would have been all right. <laughs> their best player was Tobias Harris, and he got traded, and they still finished 10 games. And Tobias Harris, who's a nice free agent, I like Another him. Another free agent. But yeah. but but you don't love him. Nah, I, lo- I don't like him. I don't love Now I'm doing Chris Broussard on you. <laughs> but this is now the reality that they lost their best player, and their best player is just a pretty good player, and he's you know not great. And they still were 10 games over 500. I'll take the Clippers. I'll take the Clippers to be able to assimilate with Kawhi Leonard coming in and, and being the unassuming star. I'm fine with LeBron getting all the headlines. All of those things. All of those things are okay. The Clippers will be monstrous. I just want it to be a battle for L.A. For the I, you're going to see it. I think you're going to see it. All right, just for headlines, it'll be fun to watch each night. Not that it wasn't this year. I mean, right? It was a train wreck on one side of town, and you had the scrappy Clippers led by Lou <laughs> Williams and Montrez Harrell. They were scrappy. scrappy well, scrappy. man, how many times did you hear that? Yeah, as you describe no, the Clippers yes. and, well, and the way they played. They don't have stars, game. but they tried. No, and but that's put, it. You know, veterans, young they veterans tried are out real there. hard. Yeah, they tried. That's All right, right, great. They tried. That's great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, the aforementioned Rick Buecher stopping by with us now, stopping by in a big way on Thursday night for the NBA draft. Rick Buecher, Chris Broussard, 4 p.m. Pacific time, coverage of the entire first round of the NBA draft right here in studio with us. He joins us now on the hotline. Rick, what's happening? Oh, nothing much. Kind of waiting for something to go on in the NBA. Could we have? Could somebody do something? Jeez. It's okay. The Knicks. It's the been, Knicks will do something soon, Rick. Don't worry. It's been like twelve hours. Come on. <laughs> hey, so obviously with Anthony Davis coming, this yeah. was this was something that we had thought was going to happen for a while. They finally yeah. make the deal, and now yeah. we have looked into what is next for the Lakers. LeBron, Anthony Davis. What are you hearing? What's next? This is it. What do you mean, what's next? This is it. They're done? This is it. This is it. There's nothing else. This is it. <laughs> so, they're only going to they're gonna play two on five. All right. Actually, no, they're going to re-sign Rajon Rondo to be three on five. Kyle Kuzma, four on five. Uh, Mo Wagner. So, the guys, they'll, they'll field a team. I, no, this is, you know, I'm kind of joking, and, and but... 
uh, it's in reaction to all the hysteria about the Lakers. And this is what drives me crazy about Laker Nation. You finally got your guy. You got your AD. And now it's like, okay, so are we getting Kawhi too? Are we getting Kemba? <laughs> like, who are we? I'm like, come on. What, what is it? Like, you don't recognize where, what the state of your franchise is. You had to hawk your future in order to get Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, who hasn't been able to really do uh, anything significant in New Orleans, and you had to hawk your future and give away a couple of your key young players in order to get him. Why did you have to do that? Because the reality is you weren't going to get anybody else. You weren't going to get a star player. Now, the idea that suddenly Kawhi Leonard is going to put the Lakers on his list where he didn't have them on the list previously, now it's an attraction? Based on what? It's it's not like going to play with LeBron, going to play with AD. Kawhi Leonard's wanted to have his own setup. Can you get, I don't know, a Tobias Harris or a Jimmy Butler? I mean, this is where it becomes difficult because now any guy that's coming in of any repute is looking at being the third star. Do I want to be the third star? Have we forgotten what the third star looks like when he plays with LeBron James? It's Kevin Love. It's Chris Bosh. It's I'm a franchise player. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. So I just, I'm not, and I'm not even sold that this, I'm, I'm amazed by Vegas. And maybe Vegas is anticipating that there's more coming down the chute. But for me, the Lakers are the, the favorite to win the next title by default. But if you're asking me if I got a Buck series versus the Lakers, who would I expect to win as constituted? I, I, and I'm not even that big of a believer in the Bucks. I'd have to take the Milwaukee Bucks. See, when I look at the Lakers and I'm thinking, what's next? I said a few minutes ago, I think Ricky Rubio, J.J. Redick, the shot maker, you know, the, the, the guys LeBron always says he needs to win, that's where yeah. they should wind up going. And, and that's what was gonna, really going to wind up helping them. So the big question is going to be, what's it going to cost for you to get a J.J. Redick? And can you get – and I'm, I would imagine that they will re-sign Rondo back before they would – sign Rubio just because Rondo is going to get uh, an endorsement from AD from their experience together in New Orleans. Everything that, that Rondo told me over the last couple of weeks, his relationship with LeBron was was good, and he made sure that in everything that he said about him when we talked about it, that, that he was coming on the right side of, of enjoying playing with LeBron and said that he'd love the opportunity to do that again. So, uh, and I'm and I, Look, I'm a big believer in in Rondo. I think that he still can be an impactful player for sure. But does all of that make me think that they are championship caliber? What we have seen, this this is the distinction, and the Lakers are going to be a litmus test for this, is that we've We've gone by the model of you have to have this core of three superstars. And the Toronto Raptors defied that. And I might even make the argument that the Warriors defied that. Because did they have stars? Yes. Uh, Perennial all-stars? Absolutely. But it was the fit of Steph Curry, Clay uh, Clay Thompson, 
and Draymond Green together that made them truly unique. If you take any one of those guys away from the other two, I don't know that they have the same star value. And so I think that they demonstrated, the the Warriors and their run, the first three years of their run, was really as much about depth and versatility as it was about star power. Once they got KD, yes, you want to say they were top-heavy? I'll give you that. But prior to that, I think what this, this was a half and half. Half of it was the Warriors being the thing that I think is the new, the new test, which is, yeah, you have to have some star power, but I think the depth of your team and the versatility of your team with the way the game is played today is more important than just having a nucleus of top you know, two or three superstars and filling in underneath that with – the rest. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Senior NBA writer, insider at Bleacher Report, Fox Sports 1. You see the Buker and Friends podcast. You can download that on iTunes. See it linked up on his Twitter account, at Rick Buker, R-I-C-B-U-C-H-E-R. Rick Buker joins us each and every week. So who does Rich Paul want to come in next? Who's he telling Rob Blake to call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, good question. Ben Simmons? I don't know. Another <laughs> another Rich Paul client. It's yeah. I, I don't know that he's got his druthers. I think he's accomplished what he needed to accomplish. What I find interesting with with that is the fact that Anthony Davis is is from reports. I don't know this firsthand, but reports. I think as Ramona Shelburne suggested it is that he's not willing to waive his trade kicker to give the Lakers a little bit more flexibility cap wise and i wonder whether that one either that's the indicator that hey screw that you guys figure it out on your own or two i'm taking my money because you guys aren't going to get another guy anyway but in any event that combined with the indications that uh, that he's not going to commit long term until we get to next summer and he's going to look at he wants to take a look at free agency like he wants to make his decision a year from now all of that, it, to me, makes this a very interesting gamut for the Lakers. I mean, they really have pushed all their chips to the middle of the table, and there's the possibility that they've mortgaged their future for one shot. This next year is the shot to ultimately get it done. And if they don't, then you know the, the winter is coming for the Lakers. <laughs> Man. They're, they got nothing on – the Game of Thrones has nothing on what we're going to see with the Lakers. That that north wall is coming down, and it's going to stay down. Man, that would have been a short spring, man. Because yeah. we just had six years of winter. Yeah, that's what it yes, would have been. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, which is why this – like, they've pushed, they've pushed all their chips to the middle of the table, and is it a guarantee? Uh, if, if this was a LeBron James at age 30 – I'd say, okay, but this really feels to me like a last gasp. It feels a lot like the reaching for Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Paul Gasol. Like, we, let's just slap it together and, and on we go because we're the Lakers. I, I'm just – maybe I'm being skeptical. Maybe I'm being over-skeptical. Maybe I'm being critical. But it just doesn't feel to me – like a recipe that is as likely to succeed 
as everybody seems to think it is. All right, Rick, you mentioned Kevin Durant. We saw your report last week that he's already moved his stuff to New York, and he's in James Dolan's band, so that seems like that's going well. (laughs) Slapping the bass, absolutely. Uh, Kawhi Leonard today, again, dropping another hint at the Raptors rally that, hey, enjoy this moment, enjoy this. So what's going to happen with him now? Well, everything that I'm hearing is still the Clippers are the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, Nothing has changed, and I I haven't heard – that he is committed to uh, staying with the Raptors. Um, My understanding is that New York expects to at least have a conversation with him. And I've heard Philadelphia mentioned for the first time. I don't know how much to stay, uh, how much stock to put into that because it's, I've just heard it recently one time. And, but uh, you know, everything that everything points toward him still joining the Clippers. And if he joins the Clippers, I like them better than the Lakers instantly. For whatever the Lakers have, you add – I mean, obviously there's some, some decisions that the Clippers have to make on a couple of other guys, uh, Patrick Beverly being one. But if you, add him, if you add Kawhi Leonard to last year's Clippers team, I'm going to take that over LeBron, AD, and the rest. Follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Bleacher Report, senior writer. You can hear him this Thursday right here, Fox Sports Radio, sitting in this chair alongside Chris Broussard, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, all the way through the first round of the NBA draft. Rick, as always, appreciate it. We'll talk to you then, and I'll, I'll see you on Thursday. I want those donut crumbs out of that seat by the time I get there. Yeah, you know, new guy's got to bring pizza, so there's that, too. (laughs) I'm done. All right. All right. All right. Beautiful. I'll clean the donut crumbs right now. There you have it. Uh, Great stuff from Rick Buecher right there. Rick. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.